0: Welcome to Tuscan Radio. My name is Drew T- uh So just me for this first half, and the second half I'm joined by Michael Badroff. And, um, yeah, we are going to be talking all about the Book of Buffet, B- 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 Season 1, Episode 7, Chapter 7, In the Name of Honor. So, uh, but that's all in the back half of the show. The first half of the show, we're talking about news, and the biggest piece of news this week. Biggest piece of news was confirmation that Obi Wan Kenobi will debut on Disney Plus beginning May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Now some of you simple minded folk, and I'm I'm sorry I'm just saying that <laughs> some some of you simple minded uh, gun guns out there may be saying, well why not May fourth? May 4th is not the real Star Wars Day, guys. May 4th is not the real Star Wars Day. <laughs> how, how I would define and, and the real Star Wars Day is May 25th. That is the day that three Star Wars films saw their release date. Uh, Mo, it was most recently for Solo, A Star Wars Story, in 2018. It was the release date back in nineteen eight. For Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. But most importantly, in 1977, May 25th was the day that Star Wars first opened in theaters. So that's the real Star Wars Day. Now, guys, I celebrate the hell of May 4th. You guys know this. Uh, Yvonne and I did a May 4th special two years ago. I did a solo podcast last year. This year, we're going to. Or do do something big for May May, May the Fourth because I think we've grown a lot of podcast in the last year. We there's no content to talk about, but that's beside the point entirely. Well, how, how I really do view it is Star is like you have real Christmas Day, which is you know the the celebration of the birth of Jesus, and you have the uh what I call American Christmas, which is. It's all about the gifts, it's all about the sparkling lights. And they both happen to fall on December 25th. Now what if I would put that in a Star Wars terms, <laughs> and oh my god, I, I feel bad saying this. May 25th would, would be the Birth of Jesus Day, and all the Americanized stuff would be May 4th. They're both great. I celebrate the hell out of both of them. But still. Still, so you know we got uh, actually quite a bit of news about Obi Wan Kenobi this week. All coming to us from Bespin Bolton, which is quite reliable. There is no like official reporting from the big trades this week. At least at the time of recording, recording Thursday at like ten to thirty p.m. on Thursday night. But what Bespin Bolton is saying is that Anakin Sky sc- is that. <sighs> Is that Hayden Christensen has shot scenes for Kenobi, both as Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. So we are going to be seeing some Clone Wars flashbacks in this series, we, oh, which is super exciting. Super, super exciting. I can't wait to see the... Because, like, it's going to be something, just, you know, just knowing that that is indeed Hayden in the suit is one thing. But to actually see his face is something entirely different. And I can't wait to see the, the two of them on, on the screen together. The other thing is that looks like Rupert Friend, we know who who he's playing now, he's playing the Grand Inquisitor. He's playing the Grand Inquisitor, which is awesome. I don't anticipate the Grand Inquisitor being a big part of the show. We know that, um, that Sung Kang's character is uh the fifth brother, who we did see in the second season of Star Wars Rebels. I hope that they don't that they don't fly. If they fly, i would be disappointed as hell in in this series, if if they start flying and things. I would not like that at all. Um but I just really can't wait for this news. I, I hope that both the Grand Inquisitor and Fifth Brother are more minor characters. Like they're they're just In a scene or two, because that wouldn't really have stakes, you know. And you we're gonna want to see Obi Wan really like easily defeat some Inquisitors. We're gonna want to see that happen easily, and that can't really happen if you know we know that these characters survived Star Wars Rebels, where they're you know killed by um, Ezra, Kanan, and. Was, who killed the fifth brother? Was, was that one Maul? That one might have been Maul. So, yeah, so there's that news. We got some other news regarding Kenobi. Kenobi. A rat in the desert. Is, it looks like we aren't going to be seeing Darth Vader at all in the show until episode three. We're also hearing, um, that well, the Vader we see is gonna be a lot like Rogue One. To me, super cool. It looks like we we're also hear hearing from Bestman Bolton, is that one of the actors men or portraying Darth Vader in the series. Tom O'Connell also plays a Zabrak Jedi. Meaning we're seeing previously unseen Jedi. My assumption is that we have seen these Jedi in flashbacks. That we would see these Jedi in flashbacks given Ewan McGregor uh, reveal that Hayden filmed scenes as Anakin Skywalker and not just as Darth Vader. So like, I hope it's just a few flashbacks. I do. I don't want to see. Uh, I don't want to see. You know, uh, uh, episodes upon episodes of flashbacks like we saw in the book Wolf of Buffet. I I don't want to see that. I want to see. Regular. <laughs>
1: that they, made no sense. I, just have,
0: I I want to see regular. I want to see regular flashbacks. <laughs> I want to see the regular flashbacks. <laughs> In this show. Um, But yeah. So I I am just so excited to see this. We may be getting our first look at the Kenobi. Kenobi. uh, Series. As early as this Sunday. During Super Bowl. I don't know if this is. Gonna be fully accurate. Because this new release date of May 25th is over three months away. Okay. To put that into context, put that into context, we are a bit closer now to the release of the show. Like a bit closer, not a ton, but a bit closer than we were To no way home when that first trailer dropped back in late August. You know, we are about three months and 15 days out for 14 days, about three months and two weeks. Yeah, that's right. The countdown's begun to Kenobi. The countdown to Kenobi has begun. So, I am skeptical about whether or not we'll get a trailer given the, you know, the most recent release windows for trailers, like, Book of Boba Fett was, I mean, just under two months by a couple of days. A couple of days. Uh, the, the That trailer dropped November 1st. Show premiered December 29th. You can look at Moon Knight. That trailer came out, what was it? January 17th? It was January 17th. They know that because of other events that happened on that day. January 17th to March 30th. You know, so we could be seeing things something like that. So maybe, you know, March Madness, March Madness, is a fair guess for when we could see our first look at Kenobi. Um. I I'd say the Oscars. But that's more film based, like they they wouldn't show they wouldn't debut a TV trailer. At the Oscars. It's all it's about all film, not television. As much as I love um, what Star Wars can do on TV, as much as I've loved two of the three seasons of shows, as much as I liked one of those seasons, and quite uh, enjoyed a, a bit, um, it, it, it wouldn't fit the Oscars because it's all about movies, not TV. So, actually, alongside this announcement of May 25th, we got a poster. That's right, guys. We got a poster. And I'm pulling this up right now. My God. My God. This is beautiful. No more... I I don't want a floating head poster for the show. This show does not... Get a floating head poster. You know. This show should get. A. A dark. Cinematic. Artful poster like this. Of just. Obi-Wan. In the desert. You can zoom in. There he is. There. He. Is. That is. Ewan McGregor coming back to the role. I, I, I cannot wait. I, I just cannot wait for the show to premiere. You guys can zoom in a bit. You can see that he's holding a lightsaber Help! And that's not his lightsaber. That is the lightsaber of Anakin Skywalker. Will then go on and become the lightsaber to Luke Skywalker and then to Ray Skywalker, if, you know, you're regular... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Skywalker or Palpatine. I, I choose to say Skywalker as much as I don't like the decision. That's the one the film pre- presented us with. You know? But, yeah, this trailer, this poster... This poster's great, guys. This poster is... Absolutely wonderful. It is absolutely wonderful. And I can't wait for it. And you guys should be super excited for it. I mean, I, I can't tell you guys what to be excited for. But I think all of us as Star Wars fans are hyped for Kenobi. But moving past Kenobi. Moving past Kenobi. We got news about the Ahsoka series. One of my most inspired. I think it's my third most speed right now. No, it's my second, because the acolytes my number one, and then Ahsoka's number two, Kenobi's no- is number three, and all three of those are like boom boom boom. They're like right up there. Right up there. But if I if I had to rank them, that's what it'll be. That's what it would be. Whew. Um It looks like Ahsoka starring Rosario Dawson, Hay- Hayden Christensen. And and uh, Natasha Leo Bordizo as Sabine Wren. It's gonna start filming in April. Ahsoka will start filming in April, which means we could see it. You know, I- I'm thinking probably May May Fourth next year, <laughs> May Fourth, twenty. Uh, what is that? This is gonna be Thursday, a uh, Thursday, May Fourth, twenty twenty three. Ahsoka is coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> we can confirm that right here. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. The show's not even started shooting yet. It's much too early to call a release date. But I'd say May is likely. I'd say May is likely. So yeah, uh, Ahsoka starts filming soon. I cannot wait. And then we we're hearing that the um, that the uh, per, that the working title. What is the working? Title? We do? Do we? It says that there's a working title in this article, but then I'm not. I'm not seeing it. Oh, it's it's Stormcrow. The working title is Stormcrow. It's such a cool title. Such a cool title, Stormcrow. It's awesome. Um. All right, last real piece of news here, and then we're gonna then Michael and I are gonna take off book of a is all right mystery star wars series codenamed grammar rodeo starts filming in june so we know that our right, boba fett's done that's totally out nothing's gonna change on that we know kenobi's rap they're in post-production the first season of andor's in post-production the Mandalorian Season 3 is filming. Uh, I'm not entirely sure where Bad Batch is in production, but we're not going to count an- animation here. As much as I love the, the animation side, we're not going to count it here. Um, Ahsoka starts in April. Looks like the act starting up in May, but now think we're going to have a show starting up in June. So there is one other show, and, and Andor Season 2 starts filming in the fall. So there's one other show that could that this could be that's been announced, and that's Lando. But this seems a bit too early to me to be Lando, because we've not heard anything on that. Like, we've truly not heard any updates regarding the Lando Calrissian series since December of, of 2020. So what we're hearing about, so I don't think this is that, but I I think this is going to be a show, and look, I I hope that, like, they've been working on it for a while and we just don't know anything about it. I really hope that that's the case, because I don't want another thing, and Michael and I talk a lot about this later on in the episode. We don't want another series where it's like, it's a knee-jerk reaction, where, you know, it's about a year and a half between when writing starts and when the show is released. So we, I don't think that anyone re- really wants that. I, I want these shows to be more thought out than that. I think Kenobi definitely will be. I think Andor definitely will be. We know The Mandalorian's gonna be. Uh, going into this third season, which is awesome. We're in season three already of Mandalorian, guys. It's cr- is crazy bro, It's so cool, but I think we're going to see this show be announced at Star Celebration, which is May 26th through 27th, which is May 26th through like the 29th, I believe, so it'll, it'll be something like that, I think it'll be announced there, and we have, it's been described as stranger things in space. I have no idea what that means. I, I love Stranger Things and Stranger Things Ford's out this year. It's awesome. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea whatsoever, guys, what that could be. But I can't wait for it. That's really all I got for the news. All the feedback is Boba Fett related. We're gonna do um a full Boba Fett wrap-up podcast next week, so we'll talk about all of that uh there. So that's gonna be it for my part, guys. Um now, here we go into the Book of Boba Fett season finale discussion. So, with all of the news down now, we get into our final uh, discussion. This will not be our final thoughts on the episode, because uh, I think I we're going to do a, a wrap-up show next week, just after, like, I've had the chance to really just sit down and, like, re-watch the whole show um, really just like give, I think m- my final thoughts on bookable with that, but now we're just going to get into talking about, you know, chapter seven in, in the name of honor. Yes. Michael, what did you think of the season finale of bookable with
1: It was, we gave the criteria that it was going to either suck or be decent or really good when we were going into the episode, I was going in with the expectation that, um, I I just didn't know what to expect. Same. I, it was... Are we allowed to do spoilers for this section?
0: We are, we are in full spoilers. No, like, the whole episode, yeah. like, we're to be in full spoilers. Oh, and, and I'm just going to say this. We're re- recording this part first, so we, we we may say stuff here that may not make sense, just so like, I'm, we're recording this first because we're short on time. So, Michael, yeah. go ahead. Um,
1: it had... I hate the mods with a passion. <laughs> Same. I, if they were out of the show, this would have been a much better finale. Everything the mods did was useless. I don't like them. I don't like that they need them. If if like they just had Bosk in there instead of the mods, I swear to God, everything would have been better. Um. I liked. Uh, I wish we would have got to see Luke's reaction to Grogu's decision. Yeah. That's you know just a, like a little bit of a cheap write-off where just like Grogu to be shown up in the X-Wing. And like what well, I thought like Luke would
0: like come help if like at least Grogu made the decision to and like Luke had like the courtesy to be like, hey Mando, here's your child back. Take good care. This is what your child did. Yeah, like like Din. Din has no reasoning whatsoever as to why he has Grogu now. And you know that he's going to, like, he's, you know, there have been some incidents at, at our school this week that I don't, I don't really want to talk about whatsoever. But we, 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 we may have a situation where, you know, maybe the angry parent is flying to, um, to the, the Jedi school. I and mean, be like, what? What the hell? What did my child do? No, it's oh. it's completely different scenarios, and my opinions on both are drastically different. Yes. But um, I, I think it's gonna be kind of something like that, where you know, maybe Din right here has a reason to be upset. Yeah, I just,
1: it's I just want like Luke to teach. I just need Din to finally be able to use the dark because yeah. It's an elegant weapon, and
0: the weight thing, I need him to get over that, because carrying around like a mace just doesn't strike right with me. Yeah, and... and then... Go ahead. There no, you go, you go, you go. Uh, um, I was just going to say, like, who who could train Din with the dark shit Because really the only real candidate who really, I feel, know, knows the history of the weapon is maybe the armorer.
1: But
0: even then, the armor is like, nah. She's like, she, like, he's been ostracized now. Yeah. Well, actually, no, it's not, we're, not even the right The course. Apostate Season 3 coming uh, Christmas
1: 2022.
0: Yeah, I, well, that's something we're, we're probably going to talk about at the, at the beginning of the show. But yeah, Mando Season 3, it's, it's looking like Christmas time ne- uh, this year. So it looks like we'll probably have the same release schedule that we got for Book of Bufet with the third season of Mandalorian. Um, but I mean, I yeah. I have no idea how that's going to shape out because I mean, Kenobi's coming out three weeks later than we thought it would.
1: Yep. Um, I
0: don't think. And we're... then my final thoughts on the plot: it was messy. Um, a
1: lot of dumb action scenes in this episode's plot. Um, I don't know why the Rancor right had to go berserk at the end
0: of the episode because it was cool.
1: Yeah, um, but like. Uh the mods didn't help to the plot at all. Black Sampson was beastly but just there, um the people of Freetown all hiding behind one tiny speeder and then the the multi probably really expensive murder droids not being able to hit a single target the entire episode.
0: They they Listen. did, right?
1: They not. They they none did. of the people of Freetown died due to the murder droids. Okay. If you look back during the... Maybe, like, one. One person died to a missile. But other than that, like, the murder droids did nothing. The giant droidicas did jack. And so... Um... I thought that was really annoying. Because B1 battle droids from Naboo shot better than those murder droids. And they didn't have missiles. I guess. And, that, and that's... Mando was cool. Um... I don't know why he kept on a shooting when he knew that wouldn't work. Uh, Bobo was, oh Jesus, what? I, he, I, I mean, the best part of the end of the episode is Boba's saying, "We're not cut out for
0: this." <laughs> that that made me mad. It was like, here's thing: is what did he he mean by that? Like, did he mean like we're not meant to be crime bosses, or did he mean? We're not meant to be walking around the city shaking hands and kissing babies.
1: I don't know. D, all of the above?
0: But if it's all of the above, then what was the point of the show?
1: I think because they just wanted to give us a Boba Fett story. Because everyone was like, we need a Boba Fett story after showing like the final still at the end of Mando Season 2. It's like, oh, Boba's... That's what
0: Boba did. But they wouldn't have had that unlike. The way I've always seen post credit scenes, I've never considered a post credit scene to be like a part of the movie or, in this case, show that it's in. It's always like just a little trailer. Yeah. Like I said before, like I said before, Book of Both that should have been a three episode Mandalorian arc. Yeah. In
1: my In my opinion, and that's how we got Grogu back for Mandalorian season three. I would have enjoyed that a lot more and given more of the budget to Mando season three to make it better instead of dragging out uh, seven episodes for Book Bo of that
0: Well, you know, if if we want to take any sort of silver lining from this, and and I did really like the finale. I you did? I, I really liked it because, and again, I, this all comes back to our conversation about. I don't know if, if it's because my my expectations were so low, or it's because I just really loved the action, um, but if you want to look at the bright side of all of this, this just means we got that like three episodes of Mandalorian season three were moved to a different show, where they they didn't fit, but they were moved to a different show, which means We could see three different Mandalorian stories now that we maybe wouldn't have seen before. I personally think that those will probably be rangers. Like... And this is getting a bit too much of like a speculatory area. But Mandalorian season three was meant to... Was like originally stated to start filming last April. They started in September or October... Um, now, no, that that's also because filming for this show, Book of Obafat, took way too long, which I, I have no idea how. COVID. Well, yeah, but the new i that's. The but but part this line. was before all the variants. This was like December to June. This was like just December 2020 to June 2021, when like everything looked like it was opening back up again. Like this was before Omicron. This was before Delta. Yeah. um... I think scheduling conflicts, and then just with COVID, hit them a little bit. I know it was
1: before the variants, but it's still, like, even, like, post and pre-production. Uh, I think that, that had an impact, but then again, you never know at this point.
0: Yeah. uh, But what I'm saying is, like, I mean, you know, there those months, they could have spent, like, maybe developing the story. Like, because like, they, I hope they at least had a story for Rangers. Because Star Wars un- announcements are typically a lot of, like, knee-jerk reactions where it's like, oh, we've hired this person, let's announce the the show right now or announce the movie right now. We- we've seen that a lot, the, mo- uh, the-, the most recent of which was Rogue Squadron. But I think they had at least a plan for Rangers, you know, and we, we know that there weren't scripts written, but, you know, maybe that they, s- maybe-, maybe they spent time, like, writing episodes of season three that would... Like, I think that when season three of The Mandalorian is done, we can like, we'll look at the eight episodes, hopefully eight, and we can yep. be able to see, like, all right, this was going to be Rangers, and that was going to be Rangers, and so what was this one here? But, you know, but let's just get back... But So what I actually thought of the episode, and I'm going to start with, with with what I didn't like. And honestly, all right. it all comes down... To Favreau's writing. I really thought the writing in this episode was poor. Agreed. And you know, uh, I mean the shots were great.
1: Um the action was filmed pretty well.
0: That scene Uh, sorry. There you go. That scene where Din and Boba were like flying up and like weaving in and out, that was awesome. There was. Why the hell do they land?
1: Um. <laughs> did you you play Battlefront 2?
0: But that's a video game.
1: Right, but like, like I'm assuming, like, jetpacks have some. I was assuming they have some sort of cooldown with
0: effects. But video game mechanics don't translate to canonicity. I've, like. Well, my, I'm using it you know, to
1: prove a point, but, like, I'm just saying.
0: Yes, there is a like, precedent for it, but.
1: I'm assuming some fire near your butt, you wouldn't want to be up in the air too long with that.
0: Yeah, but with a cool moment like that, they wouldn't end it with, like, adhering to some minor canon detail from a reference book. Hell, they didn't... Why would... They didn't adhere to the canon of the own, of the, this, this series. Like, as, as much as I loved the Rancor, as much as I loved that whole thing, And how it went all Godzilla at the end. King Kong. It was more (laughs) Kong than Godzilla. But... As much as I love that... Why didn't Boba Fett... Take the... The Slave One, His fully armed gunship... Come back... And shoot down those droids. Because he used that... To take down the... um, That... The the Nikto gang. They were Nikto's, right? I think so. Um, Yeah. Back in, what was it? Chapter 4? Why would he grab the Rancor? Again, I love that. and I thought it was super cool. But from (laughs) a... It just didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense.
1: I... I hate how the mods are like, are you going to protect the city when, like, Boa had an actual military plan to go back to his palace?
0: Yes, the fortified fortress. They're going to Helm's Deep. And, like, if, like, the pikes were there for Boa, not for the town, if anything fighting in the town would have worsened it? Exactly. Exactly. Everything, like, (laughs) the mods, like, not even the, like... I think that like the idea behind the characters is cool. It's like
1: they actually went with like not dinky speeders and actually
0: had good weapon training and actually had it, you know yeah not trying to look like
1: a broad a failed Broadway run. Yeah. Um, it's it's just. I feel a Broadway
0: run. It, it, it's just the whole thing of like, and, and we'll talk more about the, the the series as a whole and and. When we do that, what I, I want us to do is because while I did like the show as a whole, I I like the show as a whole. It's incredibly disappointing. Yes, it's an incredibly disappointing series, and but but, but what I but what, what what I want us to do next week is for every negative thing we say, I I want us to give a positive as well.
1: I want to find the positives, too. Like, the... It was cool. Fennec, Fennec was, like,
0: pretty consistent throughout the whole show. Fennec That's was the positives. best part of this episode. Yeah. Her consistency and her just,
1: like, they kept her cool. That was fine. Cobb Banth is alive with quotation marks.
0: I love Around that.
1: I swear to God, if they ruin his beautiful face with madness, I'm going to riot.
0: Well... They didn't, well, Cad Bane didn't shoot him in the face. He shot right, him in the shoulder. knowing the mods, what they do that? They, they, they wouldn't. Like, look, so here, here's what I'd say. That mod artist didn't touch Fennec's face.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. All, all the mod did was put stuff on the inside. Because while the mods like that, the mods like that, and they, they asked for it. You wouldn't yeah. go and put that in someone's face that they don't want, it, that they wouldn't want to have in it, you know. But like the,
1: it's just like a, it's just like my fear of like what if they use an excuse to be like oh he lost in a duel to Vane and this eye receiver will be make it be a better shot.
0: If it's just an eye, like if if it's literally just the eye and they don't move anything around it, like um, like. I don't like the design of like Scad's eye. I, I don't think it looks all that cool. You know, it it looks fun. it looks like a cartoon. The mods look like cartoons, and not cartoons like Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels. Hell, not even Resistance, because at least Resistance would adhere to what felt like Star Wars, in my opinion. The problem is, this did not feel like Star Wars. I thought it did feel pretty star Wars. It was just really crappy. I do so usually more than this on like the positive side of like, I usually support, but it was just, I didn't want to, I could have left the room watching the finale. Wow. And that's nothing, like there were a couple times it's like, why am I, what is going on here?
1: Mm-hmm. There are so many things like you just want to scream out just like, why are you doing the same thing over and over again that makes no point? And it was frustrating because, like, I wanted to expect disappointment, but I had a hope for it, and that hope was getting diminished slower and slower over the episode. And I don't know why this pissed me off so much, but at the end, when Boa d- is just there with the mods, Black Versanton, and Fennec, and then you see like the little stinking droid that he chased over in Java's palace, why is the droid there?
0: <laughs> why was the why? droid? <laughs> Oh There's goodness. no good reason on anything for that Droid to be there. Yeah,
1: that's all. That's that's pretty much. We, I, I'm looking forward to Mandalorian season three. We set up uh, a lot of resources for Mando and got rid of the two problems he had, which is he didn't have a ship, didn't find the armor, and, no three, and didn't have Grogu. So Mando pretty much has no problems going into season three.
0: I'm not saying that this undid The Mandalorian Season 2. I'm not saying that it undid that. No, it did. Well, yeah, of course, from like, he he lost Grogu and now he hasn't back, but that moment still hits.
1: Yes. It was adorable to see them hugging. It was, that was great. That was probably the best moment.
0: I wanted to see, like, maybe not... You know what? Screw it. I wanted to see a full season of them apart. I Marvel's wanted a full mind. season of that. I, I wouldn't have minded that, but, like, I still wanted to see shots of Grogu training. I, I I didn't want to, like, stop abandon Grogu for a whole season, but... Like, no, so I... I get... I've... I talk a lot on another Marvel podcast about duality between Peter Parker and Spider-Man, between Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Um... Bruce Wayne and Batman even. Hell, I, oh, I, I, I got my uh, Batman ticket safe for opening night. IMAX cannot wait. Um, but I think we could have gotten a really inter- interesting sense of duality between Din Djarin and Grogu. Where they're both on their own. They're both training in the ancient ways of the Force. Din is focusing on the more combat side where Grogu was focusing on um the harnessing of your abilities is really what yeah. Grogu focused on um but this was this wasn't it <laughs> this wasn't it That's, I am I, I thought
1: I my three best things are both bubble thing, cause I just wanted to say one positive thing um one, uh, it I don't. It's gonna sound a little weird from my mouth. It fleshed out both that just the right amount for my part. Like ignore all the bad plot, but like it fleshed out both that. Gave us a little bit of an explanation between what happened in Mandalorian. It just tied up the loose ends of both of that. Great, left one path for him to go. Second, gave Mandalorian a positive start. To his new season. Gave him a lot of happiness. Yeah. Got him out of the, the depressive funk we saw. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, fourth thing. Um, Third thing is. The concept art from the whole show. Looks flat out amazing.
0: Oh my god. Uh, as it always does. With Star Wars.
1: The credits. I always love looking forward to it. And then the theme along with it. I'm just going to pair those two together. I would totally. I want to buy the book. Of all the Mandalorian. And then
0: book of book That. The uh, concept art stills. The 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 book of the art of the book of Boba Fett.
1: Yes. And then my fourth thing is it gave Danny Trejo a role in Star Wars, which is something I didn't
0: know I needed. And that that kind of pulled me out of it. It kind of pulled me out of out of it because we all know and love Danny Trejo. I'm like. Is that. Is is that Danny Trejo in, in Star and Wars? Then, okay.
1: And then you got Dane
0: Trejo with a Raincourt. I'll tell you the most disappointing thing for me with this episode. We didn't okay. see Boba Fett saddle up on that Raincourt and say, like a Bantha. We didn't. Oh. Which.
1: How, how long are
0: you going? I've said that a couple oh. times, and I'm never going to stop saying out. I'll, I'll stop singing out. But still, I would have loved that so much. Because, you know what? A dumb joke like that fits with the show. And I hate to say that, but it does. And then, I don't know if you saw, like, the Reddit slash Twitter post about, like, you know, we we talked about still at the end of Mandalorian Season 2
1: with just Boba on the chair and Benick right next to him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know how that was, like, supposed to set up, like, the theme to the show? Yeah. Those two don't correlate whatsoever. That... Someone showed you that image... And you're like, it is expected to be a crime boss show with a lot of, with like some darkness and like so a little bit of, um, noirness. And then you got this show. Like, where do those two connect
0: at all? This was promoted to be probably the darkest Star, the most, ugh, may maybe not darkest, but grittiest Star Wars that we'd ever seen. And I really loved that we were gonna get to see. I mean, the the tagline for the show: "Every galaxy has an underworld." Did we see any of the underworld whatsoever? B- besides, like you know, one street corner of Mos Espa and you know Gar Garza Flip's strip club. We didn't see anything. We we did not. Get the slightest well the pikes, but we already know about the pikes. They didn't do anything interesting with the pikes whatsoever.
1: The pikes were just so sad.
0: I think the cool, if I'm being completely honest, the coolest scene of this entire show, of this entire show, was when Fennec Shan was taking out the mob bosses. Yep, that, that was, was awesome. The- that was that what this was, whole show should have been. Was, a, was just scenes like that.
1: is a lot of... This happened. It, this is... It's great. Um, and then,
0: like, when she hung the dude, that was cool. I don't know why. It's and, like... And I can't... Sorry. sorry. They're good. I can't take credit for this because this is from John Campia. But, but he's like, you know what, what would have been awesome? What would have been awesome... Is if at the very end, it was revealed that Cad Bane and Boba Fett were working together the whole time, and um, you know, may maybe the Pike boss like wait what why and then Boba would have this great line like, "I paid him more," you know, just that would have made sense. It would have made sense. This is, was just cameo after cameo after cameo. As much as I love Ahsoka... She shouldn't have been in the series. There was no reason for Ahsoka to be in the series. Yeah. Like, e- even more than Luke... Because Luke, like, if, if you're going to have Din... And you're going to have... And, and you're going to follow up on that story with Grogu... That makes sense for to to have Luke Skywalker to have R two D two, but don't why would Ahsoka be there? It made no sense to me, especially if it's implied that this is set immediately after the Mandalorian season two, and Ahsoka wouldn't know in that episode who and where Luke Skywalker is. So there's no, there, there's no reason for it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of no. needless to say. I hope they learn from the show.
0: As much as I loved though those two episodes of The Mandalorian that we got in the season, yeah. they they would have been like those. I think would rank among the best episodes of The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, I but, guarantee, like.
0: Yeah, I agree. This th- is full hard it's full heart though. it. You know what this feels like? Is this show feel, feel felt so rushed? Not just because the because because it it was seven episodes. If this were ten episodes, and they had you know three more to really flesh it out, I think that we would have been fine with those two episodes of Mandalorian. Hell, add a third in there. Oh uh, yes. But. They just didn't do anything interesting. And they also, I think it really showed. It really did show that maybe, so, you know, Peacemaker right now was written out of, was written out of James Gunn's pure boredom during COVID at the beginning of the pandemic.
1: That's a fact. That's a fun tattoo.
0: He got picked up and that show is awesome. Episode seven today was wonderful. It was. It was wonderful. I loved it. I did. I
1: thought it was. I, I can't say anything because I, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, still,
0: well, the amazing. It's gorgeous. It was probably the most emotional episode we got,
1: and I feel so bad for Peacemaker.
0: Oh my god, totally. If, if, if you guys are caught up on the first seven episodes of Peacemaker, you'll know what we're talking about. You'll know what we're talking about big time. Um, But that's what this show feels like. It feels like Favreau was just bored while writing it. He just felt bored. You know what would have been super interesting? The show is called The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. What would have been awesome is tell the story of Boba Fett through the years. Have an, have an episode with him when he was training under Jango. You know, have an, an episode like that where he was just, just Jango's son. Have an episode that's essentially like uh, the boss wrote in a, a few weeks ago saying, you know, li- let's do some live action Clone War stuff. Do an episode that's just live-action Clone Wars, but it's Boba Fett and Aura Seng. Do an episode that adapts that unused Clone Wars arc with Cad Bane versus Boba Fett.
1: I would have loved to see that arc and then go to this final episode.
0: And, you know, and that's just the first three. If this were eight or ten episodes, you could have done... You could have done a full episode with him in the Tusken camp. You could... And then, you know... You could have had three really solid Boba Fett episodes. Just leave out the Mandalorians. stuff. You could have three really solid episodes at the end, where maybe the the whole underworld thing would have still felt rushed. But well, you know what? The you know what you do that in season two because if you do a great season one, not only does does Disney want you to do a season two, but the fans want a season two. Now. I still think... Again, I'm still feeling right now that I, for the most part, enjoyed this series. And I'm really sorry that I'm just being so negative on it and harsh on it, but...
1: Same here. For anyone that wanted, like, a positive view on this...
0: You know, I I I'm thought sorry. the last four episodes of this show were fairly strong. Um, You know, despite two of them not being about, about Boba Fett whatsoever, I thought episode two was really good. Uh, I thought, you know... Uh, what what I've said is like, I need the majority of the episodes to be good. And one of those being the finale. If the majority of the episodes are good and the finale is good, I'll say that I enjoyed the show. You know? Um, I, I thought that the, that, the, that the premiere was horribly paced. I thought that, you know, the first episode is paced so horrendously and it feels like it's a 90 minute episode and it's, 35 but I I can't say that I want a season 2 we don't don't need a season
1: 2 at all it it doesn't even feel
0: like the characters want a season 2 I don't I don't care enough for a season like there's nothing about this show that makes me want to care for a season 2 if they want to do a season 2 as much as I hate to say it no more Robert Rodriguez, please. His episode of, of, of Mandalorian was a fluke, and this proved that. That was a fluke. You know, because you can do something great once, and you're like, well, maybe he's just a genius, or maybe you know, they're they're just you know they got lucky. He he got lucky. Yeah. With that with that episode <laughs> of Mandalorian and that episode of of of, of Mandalorian of the, the Mandalorian was great that was a great episode <sighs> this wasn't or at least the first bad. episodes he directed were <sighs>
1: I, like if I met him I wouldn't I wouldn't say this to his face I like I I want Robert Rodriguez. I can't blame everything on Robert Rodriguez because no
0: he didn't write the show even it's John it's, Favreau. You have and to And like fix- even on John Favreau, everyone has a bad thing every once in a while. So mm-hmm. they have Star Wars it- content,
1: so we don't have a drought with Star Wars content and I haven't been and I'm glad with that because I don't want if like I had to wait for Mandalorian twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two that make me feel bad.
0: Well, don't forget... We still have Kenobi... We have Andor... We have Bad Batch... I just don't want to wait
1: for the Mandalorian... For another year...
0: We got 10 months... Uh,
1: So that like... Bridges the gap...
0: Totally... Totally...
1: This this is all... This is all... It's...
0: It's just... (sighs) And, And... What I want to stress to everyone... If you have a problem with the story... You don't blame that on, on Robert Rodriguez. Now, the, the cinematography and the way that, like, the episode, like, the final episode, if it doesn't have to do with the writing or the story, you can blame that on Robert Rodriguez. But you cannot blame the show as a whole on him. Everyone's saying this should have been done by Favre and Flowning, that they, they should take care of Star Wars. Guess what? John Favreau did this show,
1: he, and so did Dave Filoni.
0: Well, he didn't do as much here. At least I don't think so. He he co-wrote episode six and he directed that one, and you can tell. Uh, but I honestly, well, yeah, they're they're a team. Um, but I mean, I think Dave Filoni is gonna be like the main person who's like spearheading Ahsoka. Yeah, it's gonna be mostly him. Um, but I don't, because here's the thing is like, you, you look at the, you know, the, the, the president of, of the United States, you have to like, look at their, and in, in this case, his accomplishments, but also the things that he, he didn't do so well. You have to take both, you have to balance those the right way. Like, for everyone saying, like, Kathleen Kennedy sucks so much and she's the worst thing to ever ha- happen to Star We wouldn't have The Mandalorian without Kathleen Kennedy. And I'm not talking about her just green lighting this show. I'm talking about, like, she paired up, she paired up Filoni and Favreau. She paired them up. Because. She wanted Favreau to teach Filoni to do live action, and she wanted Filoni to really educate Favreau on the, the true lore and history of the, of the Star Wars universe. So you have to, like, say, well, John Favreau and we did a great job with The, the Mandalorian. Book of Bobo wasn't really his best work. You have to look at it like that. Whew, soapbox done for now.
1: Yeah, I got it. <laughs> that's really else nothing else I got I uh, I yeah I'm just gonna keep on stuttering here cause I'm trying to if we had like I watched it twice just to make sure I wasn't being unfair mm-hmm. but uh, they they what I don't I can't put into words it's... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna come back and watch Book of Vet. unless it's for, like... Unless it's for Mandalorian season three and I need to, like, go watch the mm-hmm. Mando episodes again in case I missed anything. Yeah. I'm not... Not gonna watch the finale and not gonna, like, regard Book of Fett as, like, a top 25 mm-hmm. show of mine.
0: No. And, y- you know, the... What was I going to say? I'm, trying, I'm just trying to remember. Um, so I had it now. Oh, this I, – I had it for a second. Oh, my god. The – this show just honestly felt rushed, and it makes me scared about the future of maybe some character spinoffs. And it got me it's scared not, for Kenobi. But here's the thing about Kenobi. Is Kenobi's been in development for at least three years. This has been in development for maybe a, a year and a half or two years. The, the production not, of this was rushed. Yeah. So incredibly rushed. I really hope... I don't want this to be the tone getting set into Kenobi. Like you look at it, it's
1: like driving a car for the first time and like the first time or like it's like driving a car for a couple times and you crash the car. It's you're you're not too
0: hopeful by the next time you drive the car. Exactly. And there's also, um, I mean, also looking at Kenobi, Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow directed two. Phenomenal episodes of the first season of Mandalorian. She directed chapter 3, The Sin. And chapter 7, The Reckoning. So we know that what she did was not a fluke. We know that because she did it twice. She directed two fantastic episodes. And I, I'm so glad she's directing all six for Kenobi. Because um, there, that yeah. means there's not gonna be any room for uh, someone else to get their old, uh, grubby little, little hands in there and change things up. But I, I really can't wait for <laughs> the future of Star Wars. I, I, I'm glad that they announced Kenobi. On the same day that this, that this ended. And I wonder if that's how, how they're going to do shows from now on. For at least the, the live action stuff. We'll Is if we'll get the, annou- the, the date announcement for the next show. The end of the last one. But I mean, we're either going to get Kenobi and Andor back to back. Or Andor and Mandalorian back to back. Because they, they they got us all in the, in the Bad Batch somewhere. I'm, you know, kind of, it feels kind of strange that they didn't put the Bad Batch between Boba Fett and, you know, we just get the bad stuff out of the way. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, uh, uh, again, I thought there were a lot of really great moments in this episode. I thought there were a lot of really quite interesting um moments and it it's just moments for me. It's really just moments. I, I didn't think we needed like Cad Bang. I've said that my biggest problem with the Marvel the Disney Plus shows has been they don't introduce the villain until the very end. They don't introduce the villain to the very end. Like Wandavision worked great w- w- with a- Agatha, Loki, uh, fine. It, you could have done it er- er- earlier, but I understand. Like you need the mystery. Uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Like the power broker really does not matter at all to that 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 show. And in in Hawkeye, they shot scenes with Fisk for episodes one one and three. Those scenes are on Disney Plus now. You you can watch them. And I was glad it was like, all right, it doesn't look like they're bringing a different villain, or at least a main villain. But we had Cad Bane. Cad Bane is the worst of all of those. Because that's not even teased. It's not even mentioned. It just happens. It comes out of the blue. No, no. It it comes out of the the sons of Tatooine, and it doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. So much. That I love Cad Bane and I love a Cad Bane series. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I would, but only if it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a joke. I, I don't want that whatsoever. The, um, I, I he wasn't essential or necessary. Even. Wasn't necessary. I got nothing else. I, I don't either. And I, I'm sad about that. I, I really am. I, I sort of went into this podcast like, all right. I, I like the finale. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I, I, I liked it. I'm sure that... No, that, that I do hate the finale. Like, I don't want to
1: sound like I hate the finale. I just yeah. don't have anything that I really enjoy about
0: it. Oh, I, I remember what I was going to say. It is. The, this show was always going to fall short of, of, of expectations. There, are, there is no doubt about that. There is no doubt whatsoever about that. Because we've all had... What did Boba Fett do next in our heads for years? What did he do next? I did like the forefront of our heads, but like if someone asked me the question, I'd be like, "Oh god wants to go." I think that's why Boba Fett is getting from being a bad question. What? You you were cutting it out. I have no idea what you you, you just said.
1: You just said that, like, we've had, like, a Boba Fett question in our heads for a while. I forgot about Boba Fett until, like, Vandalorian showed up. And so it was... Um, I never really cared about Boba Fett unless
0: someone asked me about Boba Fett. Neither did I. I didn't either, but... You know, the, the majority of the people that are complaining about it are, you know, like the original generations, the original generation of fans who had their favorite character be Boba Fett. And they had to defend that for years. You know, they had to defend why Boba Fett was their favorite for years. And, and I always say you never for a, a movie or a show or anything in entertainment, you never have to defend why you, you did or did not like something. You 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 should never have to defend that because honestly a, a perfect like you you, you can do what, like we do here and we can go into all the specific reasons but you'd be like yeah, it wasn't for me and and what i would say that like when someone asks me why like I mean there have been a a, a lot of people that ask me why I, I didn't like love Hawkeye I I enjoyed it I didn't love it though and like well, why should I explain that why do I need to explain that and and I have explained to a lot of people and I sent them like twelve texts with like two paragraphs in each one that I have copied and pasted, Thank think I didn't write that out each time. But the, um, they had to defend why Boba Fett was their favorite for years. And then Mandalorian season two comes along and the people that I call the filthy casuals who don't read and watch everything. And I'll be honest, guys, for Star Wars, I'm more of a filthy casual. I do not read every single comic. I don't read all the books. I, I go on like... Um, I, I, I read articles about like what's happened. I, I don't have the time to go through and read them all. I don't have the mo- the, the money for that either. But, you know... For a year, p- people could stop defending why Boba Fett was their favorite. Because he kicked some serious, you know... bantha ass. And this comes out. I'm sorry... What? No. Yeah. All right. Some serious bantha ass. But I mean, I mean, to those people, that's where this is gonna be the most disappointing. And I, I'm sorry about that. I, I always want everyone to love everything Star Wars, but that's just not realistic.
1: So the best
0: I can't quit. I'm. Just, are you? trying to go with? Uh, I I I got one last last thing. If you guys, if, if if everyone out there loved this show, that's awesome. I celebrate that. I, I wish I could have loved this show. Um, Same here. And I, I liked it. I liked this show as a whole. I think it had a right really here. big case of uh, identity issues. The, this show had no idea what it wanted to be. But at the yeah. end of the day, I enjoyed it. M- Michael, what did you want to say? I'm I'm all done with the myself box for like the third yeah. or fourth time now.
1: Two things and then I'm just gonna stop talking. Um one, if you like the show, I'm never gonna disagree with that, and like I'm gonna disagree with Drew about Hawkeye. Um, because I give I give like a B minus to a C plus overall as a show reader. And then the my two analogies for the show is like it's a because I need one of food analogy. It's a restaurant that wants to <laughs> barbecue Asian and then Indian, all the same thing. And you can't put all three of those foods together unless you're really stinking lucky or have all three of those chefs needed to make the food really good. And I didn't have that. And so ultimately the restaurant and the show just felt flat. And then if anyone here remembers the Marvel Avengers game for the PlayStation...
0: Oh, my God. Or just sense. all... And then, like, they released Spider-Man and a bunch of DLCs. The game itself isn't bad, but it's just not good. And you don't want to go back and play it again and you're never going to talk about it as a great content piece. It's just something that's new and it's up-to-date with the technology. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how... This show is relatable to me in other forms. You know, I don't disagree. I, do, I, I don't fully agree with you. Because I do, like... I mean, I there are some Disney Plus shows I sort of force myself to, to watch to see if I get a different uh, opinion on it after, uh, after, as time goes on. I genuinely do want to rewatch this show. Because... I have heard that it is better as, like, a straight binge. It's better to look like that. And I've not... Episodes 3 and 4, I've only seen once. And and it was at, like, 6 in the morning. So, (laughs) I don't remember them all that well, if at all. But... These... Yeah, I, I'm. Excited. I, I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm excited to rewatch it. I'm not dreading it. I'm not dreading it. But what I am scared of. If you guys thought that everyone had their own ideas of what a Boba Fett show would be, and especially the hardcore Boba Fett fans. Everyone loves Obi Wan Kenobi. Even the people who loathe the prequels can admit that Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan was pretty damn awesome. Yes. Imagine, like, I think there are two shows this year that have to be A+++. And those two shows are The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. It's the most expensive show of all time. It's one of the most hyped shows of all time. The second one is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like yes. the the expectations, because Kenobi has to like, Kenobi has the potential to really bring, I think, all generations of fans together. I agree. You know, and, and we'll see how many sequel connections there are. I, I, I don't think there there will be many. I, I think this is going to be like a super, super standalone series. I'm going to say it's going to be more like a PG-13 Star Wars Logan. Also agree, just without Obi-Wan dying in the end. Well, I mean, obviously he can't die. Spoilers, there are other movies. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking well, like, like tone, new hope. tone and feel. I just hope that he doesn't spend, like, we, we, we don't spend the first three episodes talking about life on Tatooine. Yeah, that would suck. Because we will have spent... Two shows in a row on Tatooine, which we don't need. But if, gender, if I, I can. I just, just one oh. last thing, then I'll, I'll just wrap it all up. If there's a, if there's a bright center to, the, to the universe, then you are on the planet it's farthest from. We have been back there more times than I can count, and I was proud of the Disney movies. I was proud of them because they didn't go to, to Tatooine until the very end of The Rise of Skywalker. They stayed away f- fr- from Tatooine. And then Mandalorian, they, they've been there like two or three times in Mandalorian. I think it's twice, but it's been three episodes. And then the, the entire Diab of Boba Fett was on there. And so will all of Kenobi, mostly. But yeah. All right, but that's going to do it, guys, for Tuscan Radio. This week, thank you so, so much for listening. If there is indeed a Kenobi trailer this weekend, that podcast is going to come out on Monday. Which, with this new release date of May 25th, I'm giving it maybe a 60% chance that it doesn't happen. And that it's pushed to late later on. But, yeah guys, thank you so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. I'm my Pedro. Pleasure to be here. And... May the force be with you always. I have spoken.